0: He's free to make his own way in the world, but our time is coming to an end. Why should I sail with any of you? Four of you have tried to kill me in the past. One of you succeeded.
1: Hello, I'm Kieran Valley. Welcome to New Favourite Movie, the podcast where I put my movie knowledge to the test. Every week I invite a guest on to talk about their favourite movie, and based on what they pick, I suggest a movie that they've never seen. In the end, we see if my recommendation was successful this week on the show i'm happy to have one of the best trivia players i've ever known it's my friend ali weavers ali welcome to the show
0: thanks kieran <laughs> quite a quite an introduction there <laughs> well you know
1: he, when we were doing the trivia over zoom on the pandemic and you were playing by yourself and everybody else had teams of two and three and you were crushing it so i you know, had to the, I had to the clear, title is warranted
0: hit line give everybody else a chance so I was like okay guys we're gonna take a little while a little little bit off and now i hear that chris's brother is winning everything so uh, i'm just gonna have to jump back on you're
1: gonna have to come back you're gonna have to come I back think so. i think so yeah yeah <laughs> well i think uh i think it's almost time that we fi- start finding things in person again like you know we had a pretty solid trivia team there for a while before everything got shut down
0: yeah exactly every tuesday night but they haven't brought it back to the Collins yet. So until they do that, Fine, I guess yeah. we'll see. We'll wait we'll and see.
1: F- we'll find somewhere else. I, I'm, a, I'm a ringer on a on a team. I get a phone call at like 24 hours before game time. And it's sort of like, somebody's not coming. Can you show up? And so oh, I think I can. I think I can. So
0: <laughs> like, I'll try and make it work.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> the uh, In our time doing the, the trivia and stuff, I think like I was undoubtedly the movie guy of the team. 100%. Um, but, you know, I, I learned to to keep quiet during all the other categories. Um, For you with movies, I'm interested, like, what kind of movies were you into growing up?
0: A lot of the Disney ones, but then a lot of like the other kinds. So I feel like Land Before Time was one of the top ones. And then like Pirates of the Caribbean, we kind of got into with my sister because we went to for I think the second one for her birthday. So like, but yeah, a lot of Disney, a lot of like *Lamb of time, a lot of animated things, and so then it just like, kind of uh, developed. Like
1: not the sort of the classic Disney's, but like the other sort of offerings.
0: So like a lot of the classic ones, all the Disney princesses ones, but things like like *Chris Loves the Sword*, the *Sword of the Stone*. I think I've seen it one time. Never got into the Black Cauldron because it was scary. <laughs> I don't think I've ever. I was a seen big chicken. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like a lot of them, we had a full collection, but yeah, like just random ones really you guys,
1: so you guys you guys were like a full-on Disney household then
0: oh for sure for sure but it wasn't like it was all of the ones like I think we recently found out uh Ichabod and Mr. Toad was really really old and that was one of a favorite one of the favorites too I don't think I got into all the princesses until I was in my teens right yeah but like all like a slew of them for sure growing up and, and then, then you know tv shows like Arthur and things like that just kind of
1: oh the classics
0: you know balanced off right yeah yeah <laughs>
1: the uh and then like when you go back for to, like watch a movie now are, are you going back and are you seeking out sort of new stuff or are you going back to those sort of like comfort foodie ones where it's like I know what I'm going to get so I'm just going to put this one on and I can sort of just chill out
0: definitely a little bit of both so I've become that like stereotypical white woman who doesn't really want to sit and watch movies wants to watch or listen to all of the true crime and things right you know you know how it is. Yeah. But for a lot of things, like if I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna, you know, put something in my ears and go on, I think two weeks ago I watched Mulan. So yeah, I definitely say like I'm still going back to those, like those good old ones if I can find them. You know what's gonna happen? It still pulls at your heartstrings, but but they're good. They're classic for a reason, right? You're you're talking
1: about Mulan. Have you seen the the newest one, the live action?
0: I haven't. I haven't. No, I don't think I've seen any of the really like the new live action ones at all at this point. I mean, I know, like I've got one of the lion king songs on my study playlist but i haven't actually seen it some of the new cinderella ones i think i saw but i wasn't too impressed like it doesn't it doesn't beat the original yeah and then but i've seen the new beauty and the beast one and that kind of brought Belle a little bit higher up on my totem poles or whatever you want to call them
1: i think yeah the, the beauty and the beast is probably the only live action one i've seen and like i'd be lying if i said that wasn't basically down to emma watson and mm-hmm. I think that this probably like getting her on board, she, I, I would imagine she had a lot to sort of be like, listen, if I'm going to play Belle, it's not going to be this sort of damsel in distress bullshit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to give her some agency. Exactly. And so I think, yeah, I think I can agree with you. Like watching it, I was sort of like, oh, she seems to have a lot more to do this time around than the other ones. And like. I haven't watched any of the other live action ones they all sort of seem like cash grabs to me but i would imagine like sort of maybe the same thought processes aren't going into those as i think probably went into the beauty and the beast one
0: exactly which kind of seems interesting when you think about it like time wise and like culture now right i mean yeah women as heroines and things like that it's a lot more of a or are a lot more like of a thing that's kind of in the spotlight which then, I mean, Mulan was supposed to be their big stepping stone into a cultural representation. And I just didn't get as much feedback, like positive feedback, as I thought it was going to, because it just wasn't as much like in the public eye as Beauty and the Beast was. So it's just, it was just kind of interesting. Yeah. And I kind of been a lot with it.
1: I, like the the first Mulan, the original, or like the animated Mulan, I remember sort of being like, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, you know, that came at a time in my life when I probably wasn't as interested in watching a Disney movie Mm -hmm. um but I do remember sort of thinking like oh that's not bad like you know that's that's pretty good and then I think the I haven't seen the new one but sort of everything I've heard and everything I've read about it uh over like it's two years now I guess it's been out something like that yeah it sort of seems like the the original was about this young girl who just like sort of like through her own uh empowerment and through her own will you know joins the army and then becomes a really important person in this army and during like in this fight and it seems like in the remake they've made it all supernatural and like she just has these like gifts that have been bestowed on her to make and it's sort of like well that like completely goes against the whole thing of like no like she's like you know a woman can do everything else like it, yeah it's, it's all equal and sort like well if you make her it's like but not with special powers <laughs> then like defeats
0: but like already she's like super fancy and stuff like that yeah. like it doesn't make the difference it's just yeah. you know this woman has been able to take on this man's role and you know yes it's basically defying death because that at the time was the culture like if you're gonna go and portray a man we're gonna kill you but it's like this one's just like oh yeah like she's she's cool she just fits in like yeah. that's not how, like she know. had to make a man voice and like wrap her chest and things like that which all is completely like completely expected but then you know like as would it be if she was actually doing these things as a female but yeah like you're saying like this one's just like wow she's amazing sure join our war because you have powers
1: yeah it's no. like it just seemed like a huge misstep right from the jump and it's like well, yeah. now the whole movie just kind of doesn't make sense so- exactly i thought it was
0: supposed to be a remake like, you yeah. know, like based on this is animated from this time, like this was what was really popular at this time. Now, 25 years later, as is what Walt Disney wanted, this is what we can do with it now. Should be just a complete, like straight retelling of the story, maybe a few extra songs in there.
1: Who knows? They made, they,
0: they change it, and we're like, ah, this is good.
1: Who knows? <laughs> I, I yeah. think somebody getting paid way more money than us has made exact decisions, exactly. so you know, whatever. <laughs> but I we're just the consumers yeah yeah we we can (laughs) uh we can jump into the the movies now like specifically your movie because I think the whole idea of like heroic female characters I think really fits with both of these movies so I kind of want to jump in as as soon as you can and so if you want to talk about what movie if you want to introduce the movie that you've brought uh to the podcast today and then we can uh we'll jump in
0: so I wanted to focus on Pirates of the Caribbean three for mostly because of the music. I mean, I still, again, like with the battle of Fred rock, I've got it on my study playlist, but it also was kind of that like big ending to an incredible start to the series. Right. It's like two of them. And of course it's when like Johnny Depp as Captain and Jack Sparrow kind of ultimately like defeats baby Jones with, you know, Keira Knightley and Orlando Bloom and they do all that fun stuff. And then, Arlinda Bloom has to take Davy Jones things, and I'm probably giving things away if people have <laughs> watched it, but let's go. Let,
1: right? Listen, and then it's the, the like... movies the movie's old enough. We can, we can spoil here. Like, Beautiful. It's the, we're we're talking about, you know, the, the first three Pirates of the Caribbean's, you know, uh, Ali's favorites are two and three, but we'll we'll talk about the first three, and then we're just going to disregard uh, everything that yeah, came after. Yeah, the last one didn't
0: really... So,
1: yeah, we'll just disagree. We were
0: talking about it at dinner tonight. Like, they're they're interesting, but they don't really go with the flow of the rest of the movies. So I mean it was just, it's cool. Like it's some pretty like epic CGI for for the time, right? When you're thinking about it. And I mean, Hans Zimmer is just one of those those composers who can really pull at your heartstrings and it just came together beautifully.
1: You said you saw two in theaters. I imagine you went
0: back and saw three in theaters as well. I think so, but I can't specifically remember. I know we saw two, one or two because it was like it was there were there for my sister's birthday. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was two.
1: Do you remember when you saw the first one? Like, had you see, you'd obviously seen the first one before you went to this birthday party for number two? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. Did you see it in the theaters, or? I think we just saw it at home. It was just oh, this one's kind of cool. Let's go and like I don't know. Probably after twenty ten, moving to the theaters wasn't so much a thing in my family. So, but yeah, so I probably probably saw the second one in theaters and probably saw the first one, third ones here. And then, okay. Yeah,
1: I I remember like i can't remember their names now unfortunately but i remember being out for like breakfast with family friends and Mm -hmm. their daughter was talking about like she'd just gone to see the first pirates of the caribbean in the theaters and i remember this was like right at the stage that i was starting to get into movies and i was sort Mm -hmm. of like oh that movie based on a theme park ride like hard pass like it's gonna be
0: so cheesy
1: yeah yeah i just thought it was like complete bullshit and i was just like no thanks and i so i think i came to them probably a year or two after they came out and then when you see that first one like there's kind of just no denying how fucking good it is like, Yeah, exactly is so well done it's like a minor miracle that they pulled this thing off
0: in like and early 2000s yeah. so just like how how did how did it all just flow so well it is so like good like theme changes and everything it's just like you just can't, you can't deny it.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you and like, saw that one. <laughs> yeah. So I saw that one. And then I like distinctly remember going to see the next two in the theaters. Cause I was like, no, nope, I'm all in on the Pirates of the Caribbean. But then I also have these, like, I have not seen four or five, like, and I kind of just don't care to see them. Like, you know, I'm quite yeah. happy just being like, no, there's three of them. And then that's the end of that. So yeah. exactly. Yeah.
0: And to be honest, like you're not missing a whole lot. That's like kind they're kind of, of they get kind of goofy right because yeah. you haven't got the top three like the ones that really fit together and the whole storyline's based around and now it just kind of goes silly so i mean yeah. even with like the trial and things like that recently where they were like okay well they're not doing any more pirates of the caribbean movies it's like well that's not a huge loss because they've been kind of silly the past two like why and, don't you just end it
1: and also i guarantee you that they will like we i don't i don't necessarily i'm not that interested in talking about johnny depp's nah, trial or nah, whatever but whatever <laughs> like that was one thing that came out where they're like yeah they're not making any more and it was sort of like yeah they are like th- they are going to make more these things make oh, so much money they're going to make more and i guarantee you johnny depp will get in there some way shape or form but yeah like
0: but it's still not going to be the same it's not going to be the three. same first and... three. yeah
1: yeah yeah and I, and, I, and I think like you know focusing on the first three is good because it's, it's all the same director the the core cast is all the same. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure that some of the smaller roles are still there in 4 and 5, but from my understanding it is mostly just Johnny Depp like it's it's his show now. He's yeah. he's the one in control. Uh whereas those those first three did feel like and and watching rewatching them all again uh over the last week or so, they did feel like Johnny Depp became the superstar. Yeah. But in that first movie he is a very much a supporting character. Like Yeah. He is, he's written to be a supporting character. He acts like it, you know, he gets maybe the interesting backstory and, and Mm -hmm. he takes his character probably further, but this really is a, like a triple headed lead role between him, Orlando Bloom, who, you know, is a bit iffy here and there. And then Keira Knightley, who like, yeah, goes up and becomes a superstar. So exactly. Yeah. Like from the,
0: the typical, like lady in the, in the house on the top of the hill, to like, now she's a freaking pirate and she's going to, you know, stab everybody. And she's like, king of the pirates. And you're just like, holy shit. What a, what a character change.
1: Well, and like they, they set that up, you know, within the first two, three minutes of meeting her. Yeah. Like she gets that corset or whatever from her dad and yeah. she's like putting it on and she's like, this sucks. <laughs> and it's sort of like, I oh can't this, she's not for this world. <laughs> like th- this is not her at all. And so they, they set up this eventual journey for her where she becomes a full on pirate queen. And yeah. it's like, no, that's, that's all right there. Like they clearly had some idea of where they wanted to take her character right from the jump. And, exactly. you know, it's like really refreshing. So.
0: <laughs> we are like, normally, you know, some other movies, it's like, yeah, the first one. Oh, okay. So now how can we continue that into a second one? It's like, no, it seemed like these ones were all fleshed out from the very start of it. How are we going to develop all these characters into this other thing? And how can we then all like all in one movie at the very end of this, all the answers are there. Everything is kind of finished. And you're like, okay, I feel happy with now, like the answers and the ending that I've been given. Yeah, for sure.
1: No, I think, I think like there, there's clearly some sort of roadmap I think must have mm-hmm. been laid out early on where we're sort of like, okay, if this first one is a hit, we're moving on to this one. And I think like they made two and three sort of, I think back to back or at the same time or something like that. So like, they knew that after the first one was a hit, they're like, okay, we're going to at least get to make three of these. So the story needs to fit all three, and we're not going to sort of chop and change. Yeah. Like you find the best trilogies tend to have that luxury where it's like they know they're making three movies, and so the story can span all three movies instead Mm -hmm. of sort of starting and stopping, starting and stopping.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the ending of two fed so perfectly into three as well right when you think about it it's just like oh hi like they Jones is this back all right and now what's going to happen in the third one like you it really amps you up to be like okay we need to go and see this next one
1: i think uh like re-watching them this time i i'd seen the the first pirates a few times over the years because that's genuinely just become sort of one of my favorite movies Mm -hmm. especially like like you're saying there with like the hans zimmer score and all sorts of stuff like it is so much fun to just put on the first pirates of the caribbean and just be like this is two hours of like sort of an Action adventure with like some startlingly good CGI for whatever it is 20 years later. Yeah. Um, and so like I've I've watched that a few times. I have not watched two and three until I rewatched them for this. Mm -hmm. And I think two is like it's maybe not as tight as the first one, and that's obviously because the story goes on into threes. Like they can't can't wrap everything up at the end of two because they're saving things for the third one, exactly. It is like just action set piece after action set piece. And it's sort of like, man, this thing moves. Like there is an energy to this movie that is so propulsive and so much fun. Exactly.
0: Yeah, for sure. Jesus
1: Christ. Like (laughs) (laughs) this this is. You're watching them all
0: back to back to back, right? You're like, wow.
1: Yeah it's wow! Real, it's, it's really impressive so <laughs> i did want to ask like uh do you have a, a favorite action set piece like there are some pretty great ones over all three movies but were there any that sort of stood out to you
0: i think my biggest one has to be it's almost at the very end of um of the third one it's like the maelstrom so there's oh, all okay. like yep. all just so many different there's just like sword fight scenes but also just so many different um the camera angles and it's just everything in like the music backs it up and you're like going downward. There's just so many, there's just like so many different, it just alludes to so much, so many things. Like everything, the world is literally going upside down. Yeah, And it's like, everything's happy and everything's kind of, kind of set at the end, but not all like not overly happy. It's like, okay, well it's ended, but this awful thing had to happen at the same time. Right. Where it's like, okay, so now Orlando Bloom's character is no longer able to set foot. Which you know started at the very first, first one as like, wow, oh, love story, we have a pirate love story, very cool. And at the end, it's just like, no, it doesn't get to be like that. Like, it doesn't get to be entirely happy. Nothing is entirely happy in this thing, right? Which a lot of other movies are like ah, beautifully happy ending. So it's like no, everybody still has a job to do. I feel like I, it's just it just amps you up so much in so many different ways that everybody's still fighting something.
1: I did. I so I have a note about that, and we can we can maybe get to that in in a little bit there's uh, yep. <laughs> this th- this whole love story between Cure knightley and Orlando Bloom but i think if we're talking set pieces one of my favorites is at the sort of like the climax of 2 where mm-hmm. they they find the chest and then it's the fight between who's it? Uh, Jack Sparrow uh Bloom uh Will Turner and then um uh what's his name uh norrington i guess like it's uh, oh yeah yeah Aww. and it's it, they're fighting through the jungle on this beach or whatever and then they oh, get so to this <laughs> they get to this like church or something like that with yeah a, with a like a yeah like windmill. a really
0: old church that's kind of like looks like it's it's on the way out but it's got yeah. a weird yeah it, like the, it's not it's not a wagon wheel it's the the thing that goes in the a, in the water in the mill yeah it's a mill
1: that's it that's it that's it and yeah and then they get on it and they start fighting on this thing as it's rolling down the hill and i was like man this is really really good stuff like you know i mean whoever came up with this idea in the writers' room or whatever, they deserve a sort of pat on the back for this one because it is really fun. And then you you throw in sort of all the side characters who are then sort of also on the fringes of of this set yeah. piece. And it's like, oh, this is just really good stuff. And so,
0: like the random guy with the conch head, and he's just yeah. like, thanks, come back! He's yeah. like running away, <laughs> like fun, like it's just hilarious. It's think... just so entertaining. But that, that's yeah, it he's exactly. Like, what?
1: <laughs> that's it exactly. It's just like pure entertainment. And to like, it's right at the end of number two, and like that, there's a little bit more after it. But like, to go out on the second movie with basically that as your like final bit, I do mm-hmm. like watching it this time. I was like, oh, I just need to put in three right now. Like, I, I need to just keep going. I get that sort of hook to keep you with them. Because exactly. of that set piece, is like, it's like, oh, that's masterfully done. So, yeah you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think there, there, there are a lot of great stuff in the, in the first one. I don't know if there's any sort of, like, standout action set piece in the first one. It's more just the way the CGI is used. And then there's those shots where they're in the moonlight, out of the moonlight, in the moonlight, out of the moonlight. Yeah, and like they, that was they, the
0: only one that I could think of that was yeah. kind of, like, a parallel. And not yeah. even a parallel. Like, it was just not as crazy as a set piece compared to, like, the other ones that are in... The other like the later movies yeah but yeah like it's still it's still pretty cool oh and yet like you said yeah. a lot of cgi but really done like really well done cgi
1: oh like incredibly done cgi especially it looked good at the time and then you watch it again now and it's sort of like that's still really really good there's a bit of the sort of you know disney it's still a disney product and so you know mm-hmm. If if it hadn't been a Disney product, like how horrific would these undead pirates have gotten? It's like somebody <laughs> yep. would have really pushed that envelope. Um, yeah, exactly. It's like you know, it's still a little safe, it's still a little whatever because of Disney, but it is pretty impressive what they were able to pull off. Especially sort of like like we were saying, like this this whole concept comes from a theme park ride, yeah. so <laughs> the originality in this story is pretty impressive.
0: Like they got some pretty solid writers on there. Like they. It's just one of those those times when you're like, yeah, again, Disney kind of knows what they're doing. Sometimes
1: every every once in a while, like uh, you sort of just <laughs> have to put your hands up and say, God damn, like they, they did it again. So
0: Yeah, exactly. And they're like, Oh, oh, it's a couple in there and they're like, No, nope, no, nope, they're still they're still top of their top of their field. It's good.
1: <laughs> they uh speak speaking of CGI though. And you sort of brought them up a little bit earlier. And this is because, you know, you, you wanted to focus on the second and the third movie, mm-hmm. but like Davy Jones, my God.
0: Amazing. Like Just that is incredible.
1: A, like a gold standard sort of yeah. God tier stuff. And it is still so, so good. And you're like, you're kind of the whole time I was watching it. I was thinking like, how did they do this? Because yeah, like, we're still struggling To do anything similar in terms of like a CGI character. And they pulled this off 15, 16 years ago. Yeah.
0: And like every single tentacle has some shine that works from like one point of view. And like they all it all has like a mind of their own and things like that. And you're just like, it's just incredible. Yeah. Like there was was such attention to detail in there. I mean, compared to like around the same time, right? You got like Avatar and you're like, okay, that's a pretty epic CGI. But at the same time, like for anything else, it's a little more believable right? Like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's not so out there. The CGI is just epic.
1: Well, I think it's the, like you're talking Avatar, the thing that came to my mind sort of around the same time was, did you ever watch those Clash of the Titans movies? Yep. Like the, all those third things. And like, I'm pretty certain that there was a Medusa character and yep. she's obviously got all the snakes and you'd think like, well, the snakes and the tentacles, you know, the technology is clearly there. They've done it. Like her snakes and the, the CGI in that movie is absolute shit. Yeah. And it's sort of like, well, like it was right there, you know, and the easy answer is just to sort of say, well, these, the second and third Pirates of the Caribbean movies were like the most expensive movies ever mm-hmm. made when they came out. And yeah, so like, exactly. Okay, that's the easy answer. And maybe that's like, that is just the answer is that they had money and they had time to do it. But at the same, like other movies have had lots of money since <laughs> then. And
0: so like, nobody's we're, come like, close. Like where, So it's just like those people that were doing the animating, like the animators at that point were just so skilled, but they only seem to have worked on those those few movies. Like, why aren't you grabbing them for this other stuff?
1: Yeah. No, like it, it is genuinely mind blowing how good Davy Jones still looks. And then you factor in it's like Bill Nye as the like the voice or I don't know how mm-hmm. much sort of maybe motion capture he was doing, but like, it's just like a cherry on top because he, like Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow, Bill Nye comes in and just like completely gets that character and yeah. just nails the portrayal. the The second and third ones are pretty long, but whenever he's on screen, you're sure like, nope, this is good. Like I'm, I'm all in. So there, exactly. there are other bits that maybe you could, you could have cut out, but like, don't touch Davy Davy Jones, don't touch Bill Nye.
0: Not at all, not at all. Like he just encompasses that role a hundred percent. Like you're talking about like times that you could kind of cut out. And you're like, ah uh in the locker with uh with johnny depp for a little bit just Like, okay that's just this is just creepy like why are we why are we still here but yeah i completely agree with you anytime davy jones is actually on the screen like you can't cut any of that out is, is it the
1: beginning of the the second one or the beginning of the third one i can't remember now where they end up on the the island with like um the the indigenous tribe and Johnny the uh, second one the second one and second Captain one, Duck, yeah. Sparrow becomes like their god or whatever yeah
0: because that one kind it, of bleeds into like the they're up on the mill and then they yes yes, yes and so yeah that,
1: yeah watching it this time I was sort of like mm, probably could have cut some of this out like you know, <laughs> this might not be the most sensitive portrayal in the world <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we're talking about like forward thinking and yeah, yeah. You know, cultural relevance <laughs> this might not have been one of those moments yeah
1: <laughs> it was still the early 2000s I guess like I don't know we we weren't completely there yet. So we'll, we'll give them we'll give them praise for Kira Knightley's character and then you know we'll ding them points for for this yeah, exactly. instead. But yeah, I think uh like if you if you want to get into the the Kira Knightley Orlando Bloom stuff now. Totally. Uh, okay. I so <laughs> this is like I'll I'll pose this to you as the, the pirates expert here. Oh god. <laughs> Did Elizabeth actually love Will? Do as
0: opposed think- to more just loving what he like portrayed like what he kind of meant right? like I, i'm in love with not him i'm in love with like yeah, what he could be
1: i th- well i think so okay so watching it this time uh-huh. i think in the first movie there's clearly a like you know an at least at the bare minimum an attraction to each other yeah. like you know let's be honest they're both beautiful people so like mm-hmm. makes sense there's at least an attraction you throw in the fact that she's basically being arranged marriage to norrington Sure, like okay, I get it. I get it. I'd be running for the hills too. I'd be looking, <laughs> I'd be looking for anybody else as well. So
0: they're like, oh yeah, this like part of this him. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Especially I, I forgot until this time that there's the scene at the very, very beginning, like the way the movie opens, and it's a young Elizabeth, and she's probably, I don't know, what she's 10, 12 years old or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And she's on the boat coming over to Port Royal. And Norrington is on the boat. And he's already like a fully grown man. And he's, I don't know if he'd gotten to the level that he eventually does get when sort of the movie really mm-hmm. starts. But he's obviously high enough in the rankings that, you know, he's not just a, a sailor. He, you know, he has moved up a few. And like he's, like, he's
0: he's up there. He's getting yeah. up there. Like and that post so you're, you're is like attainable at that point.
1: Exactly. And so I was sort of like, oh, like he is significantly older than her and has known her probably her whole life and sort of like oh that's like an extra layer of creep on this uh on this it's like ah, know, i've known you since a
0: young girl ah yeah. yes all right yeah. like i've had my eye on you since you were 8 10 or 12 yeah. was, all like, right dude like back off <laughs> i
1: i understand that that was maybe like actually how the time was but it's still sort of like oh that's no, a bit creepy so yeah. oh, you know, I, sure. so I, get it. I get it. I get it. At first movie, you know, she's probably looking for other options, and she finds Will, and you know, whatever. And he's just
0: besotted. Oh,
1: absolutely. <laughs> and who Who wouldn't be with Kieran Knightley? But
0: yeah, I like, come yeah, on. Yeah.
1: But um, <laughs> so do you
0: have to be blind and deaf i so yeah. not be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. like, I, she's a crush. 100%.
1: I, I I had seen her in uh Bend It Like Beckham, which came out the year before this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was sort of like, oh, she plays soccer that well? Like, oh my God. So <laughs> I, yeah, I was, I was all in pretty early on the Keira Knightley train, but the um getting back to this relationship, <laughs> I thought movies two and three, I had serious questions about whether she actually loved him sort of deeply enough or whatever to make that sort of ending really hit home. Because I think the movie- yeah. The movie sets up this ending as like, you know, it's a bit tragic that he is stuck on uh, the Flying Dutchman and can only come to land once every 10 years. And, you know, he's got this love that he can't see. And, you know, she'll she'll, you know, wait for him every decade and all this sort of stuff. And, and you're I was like, yes, sir. I'm sort of, yeah, sure. I was sort of <laughs> sitting there being like, I don't know, like I've just watched like five hours of these two. And I didn't get a hint of, you know, that there's actually a love here. Uh, i
0: think i think i like kind of talking about it now i can definitely see where you're thinking so and i think for a lot of us like the rest of us not thinking about it but watching it like oh yeah no they still love each other and whatever they you know hooked up at the end of the movie and that's what sealed the deal and things like that but at the same time it's like she went on she became a pirate king she became a captain she did all this stuff and she was like okay with him leaving she wasn't heartbroken when he's then getting back on the ship it's like 10 years 10 years is a long time yeah, so i mean i feel like for, it was kind of just like all right hours? all right man tap tap Trio. bye-bye right because like i've already done everything at this point but like i'm more powerful than you
1: well it's like you're I just, just kind
0: of that lowly popper again to a, yeah. to a certain extent right so it's just like well we're still we're still where we were at the very beginning and i still think you're cute yeah. but I like being like my own full independent person. So I'm not as much in love with you as I am just here for it.
1: I think, yeah. Like, I just
0: like you. I like you. You're good. You're good. Do... We've been together for so long. Like we're now married, but I'm okay with you leaving.
1: Well, they, they, yeah, they get married like in the middle of the big battle and it's sort of like, well, yeah. that's, a, that's a bit silly, I guess. But, um,
0: Her reaction to that though, too, could tie into exactly what you're thinking right now. Yeah. Like how it would be like, oh, you know, oh, sure. I'm completely like in love with you. Yes, let's get married. Why not? She's like, right, really? I think (laughs) this is way more important than that.
1: There were just like so many scenes or whatever, especially in the third one where she starts to really, you know, dive into this pirate culture and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff. We were sort of like, you know, she's on the mission to find Will and to get him back. And then somebody would be like, well, you know, you could do this thing over here. And she seemed to always take the thing over here instead of (laughs) like staying focused on finding this guy that she was supposed to be in love with. And I don't know, it just sort of felt like, you know, the movie was more interesting when she was, a pirate queen and be, you know, like had her own crew and stuff like that. And I was like, well, this is really interesting. And then it just like comes back to, oh no, we do have this love story that we need to happen And they're like, I don't know. that's a bit boring.
0: We just need to finish it up because it's way cooler now. But I think too, then like, even though it's, you know, there's that focus of like, okay, though, there's a love story. And then she's now she's over here and he's over here. And there's like a whole mess and they're trying to find each other. I think it's, there's still that love, but it kind of shows how like your priorities can change. Right. I'm not even sure. It's just like they're not in love with each other anymore. I think it's just like they love each other, but there are other things that might be more important than them just being together, too. So it's like, yeah, I love you, but I want to be my own independent woman that goes and does like all these other things. Like we don't have to be together all of the time. Right. So it's kind of like at the beginning when she's like, Will, Will, I love Will. Bring him to me. Oh, oh, you found me. Okay, take me away. All these things. It's just, it's like that beginning. Like, I have a high school crush. We want to be together all the time. And then it's like it matures, right? Where eventually it's like, yeah, okay. Like I love you. But yeah, you need to go into your priorities. Like I'm heartbroken. At the same time as like, yeah, we just, we just had fun. Like it's good. Yeah, you can kiss my leg and and do all that. But bye. But like it. I do. She knows do. he's not going anywhere. So it's just like, well, I can do what I want.
1: I do wonder, like you're saying that 10 years is a long time. Like, I wonder what kind of adventures she's having and sort of be like, well, you know, I can do whatever I want to do, go wherever I want to go. And I just have to be home on this date at this time, because that's when Will's going to show up. It's sort of like, she could be out there still being a pirate queen, still yeah, sailing. 100%. the sea. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'd love to watch that movie. So.
0: But then the funny thing too, that they come up with, like in the fifth one, which you said you haven't watched, but at the same time, it's like, oh, this is their kid. And it's like okay, oh. so she's had a kid. So oh, like, was to... he being a pirate and stuff like that? Yeah. So like, the sixth one, it's you know,
1: it's their son. Well, I knew. So probably from had... that
0: one time they hooked up.
1: <laughs> I knew they had a son because there's a there's a boy at the like the epilogue. There's an, an after credit scene after the third one, mm-hmm. and there is a kid that shows up. And so I knew that they had a kid, but I didn't know that he comes back into like the actual story as you yeah. Know. Oh, that's a bit. I don't know. A bit disappointing.
0: So it's kind of at that point, too, though, you're just like, okay, so did she continue to have, like, fun adventures with just, like, a kid's wrap around her back? Because that would just be badass. Like, let's let's be honest here. Yeah. So, but at the same time, it's just, like, when you actually see that movie and you're kind of watching it, he's very prim and proper. So now thinking about it, it's just like, okay, so it's not likely that he could have been a pirate and not seen a woman's ankles, (laughs) which was a big thing in the trailer, right? It's just like, (gasps) oh! To jumped into the water. I saw her ankles. And it's like, yeah, you would have seen a whole lot more than that. If you didn't stop talking, like if you stopped talking, that's like, okay. So if he was a pirate, he a hundred percent would have seen somebody's ankles or her knees or her shoulders or something like that. Right. So it's like, okay, so then where were they? Well, hmm.
1: I, th- I think, I think that's back to sort of the safe Disney approach of like, you know, we're going to, we're going to have uh what is it? Tortuga is the, like the, yeah. the pirate hangout. So we're, we're going to have this crazy pirate hangout, but like, all that's actually happening is people are getting drunk like you know what i mean like <laughs> there, there's not actually gonna be anything that crazy going on so they've, they've
0: got whiskey dick they can't keep it up for yeah long yeah
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly so um i think the the sort of maybe i don't know maybe one of the interesting parts of the the pirates movies this time through is like they play with like real history and so yeah. like, there's, there's real stuff in there, but they're also sort of like, no, nah, this is just going to be pure entertainment. It's like, we're kind of just going to name drop this stuff. And yep. I think having the thing, like the East India trading company be sort of the big bad. I was like, oh, okay. So like, you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, it's like, we we're...
0: kind of knew that they weren't great for some things, right? Yeah. Like killing off natives and things like that. But they're like, oh, pirates were they like some of the same ones. Like, no, no. <laughs> no 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 they were a lot more bad than we thought they were like, oh interesting i uh, but then there's a whole lot of it that you know is entertainment like oh, well yeah exactly so yeah. silly right because sell?
1: <laughs> i did want to uh i did want to challenge you with a ranking of the the villains that we we do get the ones i had now you know correct me if i'm wrong or, or add mm-hmm. any more if you want to add any more but barbosa is definitely the the, the main baddie of the first one Mm-hmm. he's he's our guy i would say davy jones is the big bad of the second one mm-hmm. um even though the east india trading company who is ultimately sort of the big bad of the whole series anyways of these first three they're there in the second movie but I, it does feel like davy jones is the bigger sort of like we got to watch out for this guy yeah uh, and it kind of
0: ends that way too right where yeah. it's just like okay davy jones was the one that was just like All right crack it, go go kill yeah so yeah, yeah and exactly then the third one
1: and the, the East India Trading Company, the third one, sort of feels like, oh no, these guys are the ones pulling the strings the whole time. Mm-hmm. And like they're the things that we actually have to stop and uh all that sort of stuff. So those are the three I've got. I don't know if there's any any others that you wanted to add.
0: Not for the first three for sure. So but, I mean you said ranking them.
1: Yeah. So what what's sort of your what's your power ranking of sort of worst to best?
0: So I mean the ultimate worst for me would be like East India Trading Company, because what's his name? who was kind of heading the whole thing. He's just a slimy dude. Yeah. And it was out there just for power, essentially, right? Like there's no real reason, rhyme or reason for him being a jerk. He just was. They're kind um, of an,
1: an uninteresting villain, like sort of like, oh, you're, yeah. just, you're just looking for, you know, to control the seas? Cool, I guess, I don't yeah. know. Like,
0: <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> like, okay, so you're gonna hold this and you're gonna control that guy. And you're just like, why Why are you doing this, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I'd say like in the middle of probably Barbosa. Okay. Just, just because he's like, you know, like he wants the power and stuff like that too, but he's also not entirely a bad guy. He gets the redemptive say. arc. Yeah. He gets there, and right, and then he's just like, "Well, we've got to go help these people." And yeah, like he's kind of a dick, but he, I wouldn't say he's nearly as bad as as what's his name from the East India Trading Company. And then, honestly, the one who breaks my heart forever is Davy Jones. Like he's just that. Yeah. <laughs> like he did the whole thing. Just because he loved Glypso and it was just like he gets such a great backstory. And I mean, on top of like we were saying his CGI and all that stuff, and like you just can't tear your eyes away from the screen when he's on it. It's just the whole thing. It's like I loved you, and you didn't wait, and now I look like this, and it's just all horrible, and I'm just angry. I'm like, yeah, oh you have got such like such different playing fields, right? Where you have got like, okay, so Elizabeth Swan is independent, like beautiful woman, running it all. And you got Davy Jones being like the heartbroken man who just wants to kill everybody because (laughs) his love of his life just like, just didn't come back for him. And he's also, I mean, like we said at the beginning, which, you know, you mentioned is like my big thing being the music. His theme is just beautiful for the two of them. You had
1: said, yeah, you had said that you, when you wanted to pick two and three, it was because of the music. And so I sort of specifically watched for those scenes and like, they are some unreal musical sort of cues for for whenever Davy Jones is on on screen, and you know they, he gets to play his own theme song, doesn't he, with uh, with mm-hmm. the organ? And then the, like, goddamn, yep. we, we come back that one, and had they've had got
0: had the, the music the, box,
1: the tentacles coming in with it, and it's like, oh Jesus Christ, this is really good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was like, and just probably because he has the whole backstory and things like that, right? Which the other two don't really have; they're just mean right and they're just like solid solid villains which i think i mean we're looking at now with a whole bunch of other other characters right that like the villain backstory but he gets that you just you can't help but kind of like him or kind of understand why he's just bitter yeah. about things right he just loved the wrong woman it's like ah oh, i am the sea right and you're like yeah yeah that makes complete sense And now the two of you are but you're just separated i think like um
1: especially in the the second movie he's kind of they, they do it pretty well because he's pretty simply like, you know, just this force of evil in the second one. And he's like, you know, he's picking off shipping boats and, you know, whaling boats and all this sort of stuff. And he's got the Kraken mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then it, it is in that third movie and he, he doesn't get the full redemptive arc that Barbosa gets. Like by the end, Barbosa yeah. is like fully a good guy. And it's only yeah. his like competitiveness with Jack. That's sort of like, well, still cheering for Jack, but you know what I mean? Like he's like,
0: you're okay. Yeah. He's
1: like a full on good guy by the, by the end of the third one. Whereas Davy Jones gets that backstory. Like you're talking about where it's sort of like, Oh, he kind of becomes a little bit of a heart, like heartbreaking character. Mm -hmm. And I think that like you understand him more, but at the same time, he's still so angry and so bitter about it all that he still like, doesn't lose his edge. Like he's still a bad guy. And so, exactly. yeah, I think, I think I would probably have, yeah, this is the same ranking, East, the East India trading company are just kind of boring. Like, you know, <laughs> they're, just there. they're just bad. Yeah. I think, I think it's like interesting that they somehow snuck in this commentary of like, you know, a huge corporation actually being evil and they're making this mm-hmm. movie for Disney. Like that's kind yeah, of cool. Exactly. Like, how but, did you guys get away with that? Yeah. How'd you get away <laughs> with that? But like, you know, as, as actual villains, they're, they're all kind of boring. And so, and then, yeah, like Barbosa in the first movie, anyways, is like pretty cool, but he's like a little ineffectual. Like you know what I mean? Like you know, yeah, I don't know. He seems like well, he's little... got this.
0: He's got this plan, but he just can't execute the plan. Yeah, very well.
1: Like every every turn, something happens. He seems to get like foiled and sort of like well, like you're not really in in you know in control here. And then yeah. and then all of a sudden, Davy Jones shows up, and you're like, God damn it! Like okay, now we're talking. <laughs> like wow. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> now, now we're talking. Now we're cooking, you, guys,
0: so. you guys have changed things around. You're yeah. now affected.
1: people. <laughs> the, uh, like, these three are some of, like, the biggest movies ever. So I don't know who out there hasn't seen them by now. But, like, for anyone who hasn't seen them, or what I should say is for anyone who maybe has seen only the first one mm-hmm. and hasn't gone on, because you love two and three so much, what's your sort of sales pitch to get these people to continue on with the series at least until the third one and then they oh, can goodness. bail
0: again <laughs> they can bail again because it's you know not worth watching the rest of no. them no i mean it sounds corny but it's just like it gets better right like if you liked all the things that you liked about the first one it, they just double and double again right for for the second and the third one like you you like how things were done for like special effects and things in the first one it's way better in the second one The the music gets better it just overall you just it just it's just good <laughs> I right? like it's just like you can't you can't put it off into words it's just great
1: <laughs> I think that's a, a rigging endorsement so you know if, if if the argument comes down to you, it's just good then you know kick that like, like, oh, I'm, I'm not sold
0: on it just like yeah. say what aren't you sold on because I will give you specifics <laughs> so I think, like overall yeah it's just good Pulls at I your think, heartstrings it's got something for everybody and what more could you want
1: I think if if I was to add anything to that I would just sort of say like Gore Verbinski, the, the director of these three movies, is like a little bit of a weirdo. And mm-hmm. clearly because of the success of the first one and they came back to him and said, listen, we're going to make, you know, at least two more. He was in a, uh, a position of power where he's sort of like, well, I'm going to get to sort of flex my weirdo muscles a little bit more here. And like, yep. I'd completely forgotten, but the opening like that we, I don't even think we've seen the title sequence yet of the third movie. And he is mass executing it's hundreds beautiful. of people, hundreds of people, <laughs> including children. And you're <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ, Verbinsky! Like, <laughs> chill. It's just out like, yeah, and we're
0: gonna hang them too. Like, we're it's not a nice, them. quick thing, like no. a firing squad. We're gonna hang them all, but we're they're gonna—they're gonna sting. It's they're funny. gonna sting. It's gonna be lovely. And you're like, but it's so dark. Yeah. And then it, you're it, just like, it, I'm sitting here, like, yes, kill them all. It's gorgeous, right? But you're just like, it's such a powerful opening. It's but yeah, but yeah, it's really strange.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really strange that to open this huge blockbuster tentpole franchise movie, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna execute some children." It's, like, okay. it's gonna be good. <laughs> oh, he
0: can't reach. Give him a stool. Totally fine. That's probably yeah, what the, they
1: did at that point. <laughs> the kid shows up, and you're sort of like, "Oh, he can't reach. Maybe he'll get away with it." And it's like, "Nope, they'll find a way. They're they're gonna yeah, There it is. Child. Here's
0: a bucket.
1: <laughs> but you know, so that's all I would say is like Gorevinsky's a little bit of weirdo. And I really love it when these sort of weird directors get a ton of money to make movies. Cause it's sort of like, well, this is going to be at least at the bare minimum, interesting. Oh uh, yeah. And so I get all yeah. their
0: creative freedom. You're just like, live it up guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> How and much then, weirder can you get?
1: And then after, after number three, just bail again. If, if you, if you just want to bail again, whatever I, I four and five, I haven't seen them, but I feel pretty confident in saying, I don't think they're essential
0: do nope, so, completely agree somebody out there will probably disagree with me but i really don't like they're funny but
1: bring it's on not the, comments. the same yeah so 100 uh i think we can move on there from parts of the caribbean and we'll get into another action adventure movie uh that i recommended to you and so we'll mm-hmm. do that uh just after the break so we'll be back in a minute to talk about that movie
0: What they did...
1: Oh, my God. It does exist. I think this may be the Book of the Dead. ...was unleash a force unlike any the world has ever known. You must not read from the book! What the hell that? You have unleashed a creature that we have feared for more than 3,000 years. Whoa!
0: He will regenerate and no longer be the undead. We are in serious trouble.
1: We're back and Ali has watched uh, my recommendation. And so if you'd like to uh, introduce the movie and give us a brief plot description, there's a lot that happens in this movie as with sort of all action adventure movies, there's a ton of plot. So if you want to condense it down, that's totally cool. But what movie did I recommend to you?
0: This one I might be able to give like a better, more straightforward answer to this question. So Kiran was decided or decided that I was going to watch The Mummy because I haven't. uh good old 1999 with Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss. And basically it's just we're looking for uh, some, some good old fashioned treasure and some, some Pharaoh's tomb. <laughs> and we find a mummy, you know, make a curse. Mummy comes to life, kill a whole bunch of people. There we go. Sounds about right from a good old... Like literally exactly what it sounds like: make a curse, a bunch people, kill the mummy, happy ever after. I think <laughs> there's a lot of fans, of course, as you expect. There, there's
1: there's there's a lot that goes on, and so yeah, there is sort yes, so you know,
0: getting bogged down. I think that's that,
1: that's pretty good. That's not you know, you, get, you got the gist of it, anyways.
0: Thank you, thank you. The I think
1: <laughs> watching watching the mummy which like I've seen many times because it always seemed to be on TV and it was just like a good hang. That's where I'm going to start sort of my end of the conversation is I've always just found the mummy to be a good hang. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm curious as to how you felt about the mummy as this, the first time you've ever seen it, you know, it's yeah 23 years old at this time. I'm kind of surprised that you'd never
0: seen it to begin with. Uh, that- it was for a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen this one, this one, this one? It's like, okay, so I've seen like all of the Indiana Jones movies. I've seen it all go. It's just like the mummy. You haven't seen the mummy? No. So when it came out, right, I am not like a scary movie person. And at the time, it was just, it was the scariest you got, right? So like a lot of jump scares and things like that. So looking back at it now or watching it now,
1: it's pretty tame. It's <laughs>
0: very tame. Definitely. <laughs> Like hundred percent I agree with you was just like a good hang. They're just like, okay, like it's cute, not not super scary. Some some pretty silly characters, right? I mean, typical Brendan Fraser. It's just like, oh yeah, that was cool. <laughs> like and see like, oh, what do you want to do? You wanna to want to, you know, put something on as background? Like you definitely see like the you're like, oh, I like this part, like this was so funny, right? Or you know, when they, oh, the guys melted from acid, and then later on they're just like, Oh yeah, we we found this book. It didn't have any uh like anything protecting it totally fine.
1: Yeah. Just been, si- <laughs> it's like, okay. just been sitting there in this tomb for thousands of years. It's all thousands right.
0: of years. This other one had like salt acid, but this one's fine.
1: Yeah. I do I do feel like um especially watching it again sort of with pirates so fresh in my mind. I did find that it was like maybe Pirates of the Caribbean version like 1.0 or something. You know what I mean like Yeah. It sort of, you know, if we want to have a meme here like it walked and then pirates ran yeah um, yeah and so it's, like you know what I mean like this seemed to get the tone that then pirates of the Caribbean, especially that first one, would like perfect yeah, um,
0: exactly like it would allowed it to take off like here's like your yeah. your start of of skeleton kind of dudes. and then these guys are like, yep, yep, there they are. there's those skeleton dudes like actually like look like skeletons and the right lighting and things like that. yeah,
1: I think yeah, like there there's uh, there's parts of this that have you know, especially when you compare it to Pirates of the Caribbean have aged a lot worse. And the CGI is one of those. And like that comes down to uh, Steven Summers, who's the director is like all of his movies have these like CGI monsters in them. And they all look like crap within weeks of the movie being finished. And so, I'm so like, no. ah, okay, you know, like, that's just his thing, I guess. I don't know. Like, that's not a good thing. He's just
0: like, Hey, we can't make them that real. We can't yeah. make them that scary. <laughs>
1: so, like there, there, there are definitely parts where like, when the mummy first, when when Imhotep first comes back to sort of life in a way, and it's all like in the shadows of the tomb and all that sort of stuff, so like, okay, this mm-hmm. doesn't look that bad. But then when he gets back into like the well lit hotels of Cairo, you're just like, oh, this looks like shit. So
0: like, so like oh, bad. ew, yeah, <laughs> it's not so much scary; it's just ew. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I think they, but yeah. They,
0: okay, okay, they you can prettier. you can put him back in his in his tomb for more than one reason. Not that yeah. somebody's trying
1: to kill you. They say pretty early on that like he's still juicy or whatever, and you're sort sure of like, yeah, that's that's like just gross. Like that's it's more gross <laughs> exactly. than scary. um like, But yeah,
0: like oh, like, oh, oh, he's he's like black. I'm like, yeah, yeah, juicy. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to express. And you're like, oh he's been in here for three thousand years and he's not like dust. No. I mean, the perfect explanation is that all a very good idea of what he actually looks like in their own mind. But yeah, so gross.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did find, though, and I, I still appreciate that, like similar to Pirates of the Caribbean, there's this huge emphasis with the mummy on just like it's all adventure. So mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, like every 10 minutes, something's going to happen to sort of keep the thing rolling. And, yeah. you know, like Pirates of the Caribbean, there's a little bit of action there's a little bit of horror there's a little bit of romance but mm-hmm. it's, it's like no the focus is all adventure all the time and you know like they say in, in a lot of horror movies like every 10 or 15 minutes like something scary has to happen to sort of keep the audience engaged yeah definitely and with with these two movies and franchises or whatever you can feel it's sort of like uh, every 10 to 15 minutes, something needs to happen to, like, you know, make our people shoot some guns or, or or make them travel somewhere else or whatever. And to, like, just to keep the energy up the whole time. Yeah. So.
0: Keep them running away. Yeah. 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 Like, ah, oh, the first little bit. Oh, he's shooting some. He only brought five guns. Okay. Next time that we see some more guns, he's got to bring more than yeah, five guns because exactly. he runs out. Right. <laughs> and the ride, like, here's all my guns on the boat. I'm like, all right. He seems a lot more prepared this time. Kudos to him. He knows when he's, he's got to kill something. He's got more weapons. Like, all right, all right, what's next? He's like, I'm shooting the guns and they're not working. Well, I'm gonna run out of more guns. shit <laughs> The
1: uh, you you did say that it was a a typical brad Fraser performance, and I think I understand in terms of like <laughs> the comedy aspect of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like he
0: yeah, he just gets hokey. Yeah,
1: like, like he he doesn't take himself serious at all exactly and and this character doesn't take himself serious at all and so like for that reason it's like a perfect this actor and this character are are well suited together but i think like to give him some some kudos like i don't know (laughs) if he had sort of done this action hero stuff before the mummy and so i'm i'm interested and i'm curious as to your thoughts because you've seen all the indiana jones movies would he have made a good indiana jones no (laughs) no no well, I need was, to think
0: about that. Quick no, answer, I don't think so. Would you like Would you disagree? Do you think it uh, could have
1: been better? Okay. What I'll say is like, Harrison Ford is definitely Indiana Jones. Okay. And I, I'm not looking yeah. to replace Harrison okay. Ford. What I'm maybe asking in this hypothetical is like in a recasting of a younger Indiana Jones, you know what I mean? Like in this like yeah. in a reboot or whatever at this time. Now, obviously, you know, we're 20, something years later mm-hmm. brendan fraser can't play a young indiana jones anymore but like <laughs> if they had made a sort of like indiana jones on his first adventure in 1999 i think brendan fraser could have pulled it off
0: i think it would have been like barely just because like thinking about the other ones he's in because he was in like journey to the center of the earth that one
1: i don't know that one I don't oh, know that okay
0: one. i think he, like he was in only one other one or one or two other ones that i've actually seen Okay. And he seems to, to play like a very similar character where he's just kind of like doesn't take himself very seriously. It's like running around. It's like, oh, oh, and you're like, okay, okay, cool. It, it just kind of brings a little bit of humor, like to yes. the role. So, yeah. I mean, as the, like as a, an earlier Indiana Jones, um, I think it would be more of like, he's not that smooth, right? Which mm, I mean, later Indiana Jones, he, like he's not perfect, but he definitely doesn't get hit by a whole bunch of darts or fall off and, you know, wind up eating a whole bunch of not eating because he does eat the monk's brain. But, you know, like (laughs) like all of those other things, right, like that he just gets away with. I feel like if it was something, you know, he's first starting out and he's definitely getting hit with maybe some darts and potentially almost or even closer to getting hit by a big rolling stone, I think that it would be more Brendan Fraser that could actually pull that kind of stuff off. But as somebody who's serious, like I can't see Brendan Fraser being that serious. Yeah. Right. Which I feel like is a big part of Indiana Jones. And maybe that's just who Harrison Ford makes it. But it, that's just what it seems like to me. I, so I, I don't feel like I he can, could be that serious. of like, yeah, I'm a really good explorer. And like, it's really, it's in my bones. It's when he's just like, I sling guns and wake up mummies.
1: Yeah. I can, I can definitely agree with sort of like, he would need to tone down this sort of like natural comedy that Brendan mm-hmm. especially had at that time. Yeah. Like there is this sort of like, I don't know, like um, almost like, I don't want to say goofy. Cause that seems too harsh, but like almost goofiness about yeah. his character, which I agree with you. Like Harrison Ford, there are funny moments in the Indiana Jones movies, but it's not necessarily because he's bringing the comedy. It's more about the situations that he finds himself in. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, Harrison Ford just has this like gravitas or whatever that that yes. he can that he can pull this off that maybe Brandon Fraser doesn't have but I, like there were just a few moments in this movie especially where he's like you know fighting the CGI characters or whatever I'm sort of, like I don't know like I think this guy might have had it for like you know even if it was only for like the this brief window that he was filming this movie and you know he didn't have it before and he didn't have it after but I think there was like a brief moment there where if if they were looking for a reboot of Indiana Jones, he might have been at the top of the list. Whether or not it w- it would have worked, who knows? But yeah, I, I think I I, mm-hmm. I I can agree with with that sort of. There is a there is a, like a lightness to Brendan Fraser that maybe Harrison yeah. Ford doesn't have or doesn't play up as much, and so yeah, I can agree with that.
0: Very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. I'm not wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah. The 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 other sort of standout star though in this movie is Rachel Vice. And I love the character. <laughs> well, so like it kind of worked out perfect. I wasn't necessarily thinking along these lines of Pirates of the Caribbean with Kira Knightley's character and then the mummy with Rachel Vice's. But like again, we get this sort of action-adventure story where she's not necessarily the damsel in distress all the time. Like she knows what she's doing. And she sort of saves the day just as mm-hmm. much as everybody else does. I found that the movie tried to make her a damsel in distress maybe one too many times. Yeah. Like that the Pirates movies didn't necessarily do with Kira Knightley. Like, she obviously gets kidnapped and then they have to come rescue her or whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. even in the when she is kidnapped, she does seem like she's capable. Yeah, she um,
0: just seemed to hold her own a little bit better. She seemed to
1: hold her own a little bit better, whereas I found yeah. there was a couple moments in The Mummy where, you know, even though Rachel Weiss had shown us that she is capable of handling herself, they're sort of like, nah, we're still going to put you in this position that, yeah. you know, Brendan Fraser can come save you. But, like, again, it's sort of another interesting female heroine in these movies.
0: Yeah, well, and especially, too, when you think about it, like, there are a couple of them kind of in parts of the Caribbean where you're like, okay, so he could jump in to save her, but whatever, like he doesn't um, for any kind of reason. Right. But, but in this one, it's like Rachel Vice being, well, you're dumb, you're useless. I've got this. And then, you know, she goes off and granted she awakens the mummy, like it's all her fault, but at the same time, right. <laughs> exactly. When you start off, it's just like, well, I'm just going to tear apart the library. And you're like, wow. <laughs> Whoever set up that library did not plan these things very well. Right. But then by the end, it's like no, she's not that clumsy. She just wasn't in the right place. And then you know, yeah, it's like she saves. She ultimately saves the day. And and oh wow, we got to kiss Brendan Fraser. It's amazing, and everybody's happy and and whatever. But at the same time, like yeah, she is not so much a damsel in distress by the end of it. She's more or less a heroine. And her brother just <laughs> is a yeah. drunk. Oh,
1: I loved right I lo- the one
0: who's tasked to save his sister is like no. Nah.
1: Always loved John Hannon's character. He's so funny, but. <laughs> the uh the only part of of rachel vice's character that like i still and like as i get older i buy less and less and less mm-hmm. uh, and maybe when i was nine ten years old and i watched this i was like oh yeah no I, I get it but like when we first meet her she's supposed to be this like frumpy mousy like brunette kind of a mess and then as yeah she gets out, like there is the scene that once they sort of get out there and she has this like quote unquote makeover and brendan fraser's like oh wow like she's really beautiful and it's sort of like no dude she's always been (laughs) yeah super stunning and like as i get older (laughs) like her hair was
0: immaculate yeah (laughs) you know she like had these lovely little shoes on like she looked fantastic but before she was just like shy she looked a little bit shy
1: yeah yeah, like uh, other like, than well,
0: that, there was no difference.
1: Yeah, watch, watching it this time around, I was sort of just like, oh no, Rachel Vice is just straight up stunning the entire movie. And like everyone is sort of pretending that she's not, but like yeah. she clearly, clearly is. So It's only when,
0: you know, you put her in some different clothes, like she's all black and, and you yeah. can see a little <laughs> bit more of her. And you're just like, yeah, like that's how it works. it's not like she was any less beautiful before. She just had more clothes on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't know, maybe maybe for cause this what I think this takes place in like after the like first thanks. world war before the yeah, second, like nineteen twenties. Yeah, something like that. So I don't know, maybe maybe men in the nineteen twenties were sort sure of just like, oh a librarian, no thanks.
0: Yeah, right. Well, but at I the same time, you're just like, Oh, okay. So it's still the ankles thing, like everybody yeah, can't yeah. see their ankles. It's yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> still got one thing that's continuous.
1: <laughs> what what did you think of all of our, our side characters? Because Sort of much like the pirates movies, um, the mummy has like a ton of really fun side characters that kind of just like keep the comedy, keep the levity going. And then like yeah. you're saying with that with that energy, it just keeps everything really light and just flowing.
0: Yeah, it, it, between like Benny and I mean, Bet Brendan Fraser's character, it was just like, uh you guys are. I feel like there should be a whole lot more like anger. <laughs> or you know jealousy or whatever in between the two of you but like it definitely kept it light and funny and they're just like little quips at each other were kind of interesting but the first guy that the mummy actually kills i fell for him was like no the nerd so then why would you kill the nerds first? <laughs> and he just felt so sad and the big guys were like yeah okay like typical americans sorry sorry americans but i mean that's uh, just how my, it is right my, like, my, uh, listen, yeah, guns my listenership in
1: america is not that strong so we're good we're safe
0: Super. Let's keep yeah. it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh... so
1: yeah. He was
0: like, "Oh, that's that's cute." And then all the diggers, ah, oh.
1: take
0: away. Like, oh my goodness, you guys.
1: Just like you couldn't you have knew... found
0: any better actors for your digger.
1: Well, you just you know they're like all those uh, extras are in trouble because like we see none of their faces. All their faces are always covered up. So you're just like, all oh, all of you guys there. are dying. Like, <laughs> they're not even going to yeah. try and make us sympathize with you. <laughs>
0: We're not gonna get some emotional attachment or attachment to any of you. Like you're just yeah. you're just all gonna, you know, melt with acid salt or whatever and then somehow get lost in the labyrinth. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's it. Like that's the guy. The uh, <laughs> hey, never
1: you, see them
0: again. Yeah,
1: for sure. You're talking about Benny though. I always like there's some rough stuff about Benny, especially when you sort of find out that the uh, the actor who plays him is like not of that ethnicity or whatever, and you're sort of like, yeah, that's a bit cringy. But the yeah. The the scene where Benny comes face to face with Imatep and just starts praying and slowly starts to pull out more, awesome. more <laughs> and more of the religious like trinkets. You're like, that is so fucking clever. Like that is so funny <laughs> and so clever. I was
0: just like, nope, not this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one. I just like the six point star religion. The slaves. And you're like, oh God.
1: Yeah, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Let's let's not get into that. But sort of like that, like that whole setup for that joke or that 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 punch at the end is sort of like that is so good and that is so clever.
0: Definitely.
1: Like it still works. I've I've seen this movie, I don't know, 10, 15 times. It's like that scene is always so good.
0: And you know it's coming. And she's like, ah, I can't remember which order they go in or whatever, but it's just like who thought of that? Yeah. And it's just so so small, right? You're not even thinking about it. Like it doesn't matter for any of the storyline, but so good. Uh so clever. But yeah, like you never see it again in any other movies.
1: The only other like sort of real connection point that I could see between the two movies this time was the whole like a little bit of magic, a little bit of mm-hmm. curse, supernatural stuff going on. Um, I think the pirates movies do a really good job. It's also a little bit simpler in the Pirates movies, but they do a really good job of sort of saying like, this is what, especially in that first one where it's like very sort of magical and surreal. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what they can do. And, you know, this is what they can't do. And so like, they can't die. And in the moonlight, they become skeletons and all this sort of stuff. But then even with those things laid out, they play around with that whole thing of like, there there's the fight scene and and will puts the grenade in the guy when he's a skeleton and then pushes him out of the moonlight. So he becomes a human again. And then he can't get mm-hmm. the, And sort of like, Oh, okay. Like you guys have thought of all the rules and you're now playing around with the, yeah. Like you're playing, the you're playing within
0: the lines. You're playing within the
1: lines. Exactly. The mummy, a little bit more confusing. <laughs> So, especially, especially <laughs> watching, it, especially watching it this time, I don't, I don't know if I just like blanked this every other time that I've watched this movie. But like, where and why does he have the powers that he has? Like, did he have the powers before he was a mummy to do all this stuff? Is
0: like, is it just because he had the book?
1: Like, I don't like. He's making. Where huge, did he get the book? He's making sandstorms. He's making his face show up in you know all this in the stuff. He's, he's dissolving into smoke to get away from people and sort of like, what is going on? (laughs) What are the rules? What is happening? Yeah. I found that to be a little bit sort of like, I'm still going to go with it. I'm still going to, you know, I'm not going to overly think about this too, too much. But at the same time, it's like, uh, you guys, I don't know if you thought about this very well.
0: Like, is this just things that normally happen in Egypt that none of us would actually think of? Who knows? We just need a little bit more background. We don't get that background.
1: No, the, uh, yeah, I, I, I think there's obviously an emphasis on entertainment with the mummy. Yeah. And it's like, we're, we're not going to think too, too hard about this. And it's the same thing. Like, you know, Imhotep was a real person and, you know, SETI the first was a real person and all this sort of stuff, but like so they're obviously drawing a little bit from history, but at the same time, it's like, we're just going to, it's pure entertainment. We're not, you know.
0: Yeah. Like the point is here and we're just going to kind of stay around it. Yeah we're not gonna focus on it but we'll just lots of lots more creative freedom i feel like
1: in that one (laughs) that's a that's a good way to put it (laughs) just like yeah gonna be creatively free on this and not be beholden to sort of any logic or rules so exactly (laughs) yeah
0: less like historical fiction more like fiction (laughs) so
1: the last thing i've got for you here um I'll give you a chance if if you have any last comments but the last thing I have for you is there are a number of sequels to The Mummy as well and so I'm Mm -hmm. curious like are you at all interested in going further into this Mummy franchise and and seeing what else it's got or you sort of just like happy to be like no number one and we're good
0: well I feel like now that I've seen the first one like I kind of have to continue on and just see how like if it gets any hokier or if it gets any better, you know, which is probably gonna be one of my questions for you. But I mean, I've watched now all of the Pirates of Caribbean ones, so realistically, I and now you know we've drawn all these parallels, so I should watch the other ones. It's not like I've got to do it, you know, right now. It's more like, oh yeah, okay, I'll get to that one. But I mean, it was entertaining, right? Like I don't think it was a bad movie definitely like good to watch on a Saturday night you know just chill you've got nothing really else to do and you're just like okay this is funny oh there's a jump scare and then oh okay we're like we're a little bit lighter again right so I mean yeah like I'm totally interested in watching the rest of them it's just not going to be a I love that movie and I need to watch the next one now
1: what I'll say to that uh, <laughs> before you before you, you ask me if you should is you've waited 23 years like 1999 mm-hmm. to now to watch the first one, I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world if you waited 23 years to watch the second <laughs> one and then maybe another 23 years to watch the third one and then <laughs> another 23 years. Or, you know, you could double it up to oh, 46 just never. <laughs> to, to watch the Tom Cruise version because as much as I love Tom Cruise, like, that is a huge fucking whiff of a movie. Oh, it, okay. So, I mean, we've got, sucks. like,
0: already right, this was, like, uh, for this one, like, you know, okay, entertaining is the best but you like Tom Cruise. I don't like Tom Cruise. Oh,
1: well. (laughs) It just makes it less
0: likely to watch it at all.
1: (laughs) The the Tom Cruise one is so strange because first of all, it's like it's unlike any other movie that he's made in the last 15 years. Like it does not fit into these sort of boxes that he's created for Mm -hmm. his career. So it's sort of like, why were you even doing this in the first place?
0: I think I've got to round out my career, you know? Can't do all Mission (sighs) Impossible and Fighter Jets and whatever.
1: I disagree. That's all I want. But, <laughs> like, oh, so, <laughs> so, already, already, it's a strange choice. But then it's got Tom Cruise, who I love, and Jake Johnson, who I love off of New Girl. And it's sort of like, yes. man, this movie sucks. Like, yes. it is so bad. And it's like, I don't know, this is almost like tailor made for me. Like, and I sat yeah. and watched it, and I was like, this movie sucks.
0: They were just trying to, you know, so like, we've got all these other things. Now we got to make a shit movie so that nobody ever asks us to do this garbage again. Oh. And and there it is, right? You don't hear anything about that mummy. You, like, oh, these guys went is, on to do something completely different, yeah. so.
1: It, it It is pretty telling when, like, a Tom Cruise movie that is only, like, I think five years old, maybe four or five years old, has, like, completely disappeared from, like, cultural relevancy. And we're going back to the Brendan Fraser 1999 version. Like that's the version that everybody knows and loves. Like I've I've gone mm-hmm. back and watched the like original, original mummy from the thirties and it's it's kind of boring. It's not great, especially when compared to like the other universal monster movies. Lots of them are pretty fun, pretty well done. The, mm-hmm. I didn't think the mummy was that great, but it does seem like the this version, the 1999 version is like the version when people talk about the mummy, that's the one they're talking about
0: believe in the fact that it's on netflix right They're like okay all these other ones all these big hit movies right once they come off of the big screen then they kind of go on to netflix and then they'll like pewter their way out right netflix does what it wants with adding some and taking some away but the fact that the tom cruise one is like you said only a few years old and it's not on there it's gone right as like you can you can't even compare them it must be a pretty shitty movie (laughs)
1: What I'll say to to sell you on the second one is one of the stars of the second one is The Rock, and it's when he w- still went by The Rock. He he didn't even go by Dwayne the Rock Dwayne Johnson.
0: Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, really, he was oh, up
1: The Rock at the time. But, and so I was like, well, that's that's the era that we're working in. So.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad when I can get my mom to watch it with me too, because she's she's a big fan.
1: <laughs> oh well, then yeah. Hey, right, go family the movie night. Strap her in; she'll she'll love it. So,
0: if she hasn't already, seen it. Like, yeah, I took one of those nights that your dad wasn't home and just watched that one. It, probably
1: secretly, <laughs> Watch, <yeah>.
0: the, watch <laughs> the Rock for a couple of hours. Nice.
1: Well, well, now that I know. I'll have some movie recommendations for her then. So,
0: oh, deal! I'll get her
1: on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh is it like? Is there anything else you you wanted to say about the mummy? Is there anything we didn't sort of touch on?
0: I don't think so. That was pretty much it. There was a lot of sand, some guns, creepy guy, happily ever after.
1: A, a lot of sand. Like could potentially rival the, my Dune podcast about the the levels of sand in the mummy. So, am
0: going to have a whole <laughs> podcast on that
1: one. That, that'll be Sam. a, a mini series. Just sand, just sand movies. So it could, be, you it could be Dune and the mummy and then Grease because of, isn't her character named Sandy?
0: Yes, yes, it is. Yes, the main one, Sandy. Yeah. They also do oh what's the other one? I don't talk to me. Oh, all the Clash of the Titans, Clash of the Titans and Wrath of the Titans. A lot of sand on those ones too.
1: I'm gonna have to find the originals on those. I think the those remakes also kind of suck. So they I don't do I don't, I don't, suck, I, don't but... I don't like being too negative about movies, but like oh those are rough.
0: Poor <laughs> <course> Sam Worthington. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're rough movies. Like okay, to be fair to him, yes, like you know, he's not great um <laughs> I, I did just watch though this new you're you're talking early early about sort of true crime and stuff i mm-hmm. did just watched this series called under the banner of heaven um and it's all about uh murders in like a mormon community and under the
0: banner of heaven yeah so it's on hmm.
1: it's on disney plus right now or the first okay there we anyways. go that's and Sorry, add um, it
0: to list. he's he's
1: in it and he's very good in it so i don't know if he needed to go away for a few years but he's he's you know gone away and he's come back in this show and I was sort of like a little worried when he showed up and mm-hmm. I was he's actually pretty good so
0: yeah maybe it's just the, the genre right
1: yeah yeah maybe he's just like he shouldn't have been a leading man maybe he always should have just been like a side character mm-hmm. uh, and maybe that maybe that's his lane so but um yeah if if there if there's nothing else sort of uh, to talk about the mummy I I guess I can uh we'll we'll let you go and we'll let you enjoy the rest of your evening cool cool. And, uh, Ali, thank you so much for coming on and talking about Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I will be back next week with another guest, another movie, and another recommendation. So we'll see everybody
0: next week.